0: Hey there friends, welcome to yet another episode of The Common Guys Show. It is great to have you here and to have yet another full, wonderful guest with us here today. Today is our 69th episode, so woohoo, right guys? Um, it's being recorded the day after Valentine's Day, so yeah, not really anything special there. Um, anyway, So going into a bit about our guests. So me and this uh, gentleman, we work as managers at the Amazon. Hype, hype, hype. We're on the dock. So you're welcome, trailers, for feeding you packages. Uh, Other than that, I'm trying to think of what I even know about you. You went to Ohio State, and you're from this area, right?
1: Uh, no, I'm from Cincinnati. I'm from the east side of Cincinnati. Oh, the Nasty Anderson. Natty. Yeah, Nasty Natty.
0: Yuck. Okay, so I assume a big Browns fan. <laughs> I'm oh, ki- I'm oh. kidding. I'm kidding. All right, let's get this show on the road. So we're going to start off with this question. Since we both work together, I felt this would be appropriate. Okay. What What job would you be terrible at?
1: Oh, terrible at? Hmm. I would say any, really any, like, hardcore desk job. Actually, no, insurance salesman. I I hate selling things that people, like, are uncomfortable about or, like, you feel like you have to force them to do something that they don't want to do. Like, I can't do that. I could sell other stuff, but just not, like, insurance salesman or any desk job again. Because I'm such mm-hmm. like an active person. I like moving around. That's of the reason why I like being an area manager at Amazon, because we're always walking around. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's too much, but um, yeah, probably that.
0: That's fair. So you don't like trying to sell something someone doesn't want to buy, right? Yeah. So what if you're trying to sell me on going and working somewhere, but I don't want to buy that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's fair. That's I mean, a tough one. <laughs> like recruiting, I guess?
0: Uh Hire Um, and develop the best, right? Right, of course. (laughs) Of course. Uh, What fictional universe would you like to live in?
1: Oh, fictional universe? I think... Hmm. I think Harry Potter would be pretty cool, doing a bunch of magic and stuff. I think that'd be kind of sick.
0: This was a big topic today. Okay, so what house would you be in, then?
1: Oh, um...
0: There are three wrong answers here.
1: Yeah, I mean, probably Gryffindor.
0: <laughs> that was one of the wrong answers. Oh yeah, what was your Grif- right answer? Gryffindor. They're a bunch of cowards. Um, <laughs> Slytherin is where you need to no. be at. We're we're ambitious. We're bold. Um, we like a certain uh, degree of wizard. You know. <laughs> Um, yeah all the um, bad ones all the bad ones um i'm just glad you didn't say hufflepuff um
1: i don't think a single person would ever answer in a serious way hufflepuff
0: i don't know my my sister says she's hufflepuff (sighs) brody says he's hufflepuff i cussed him out
1: i'll put it that way i was like what
0: is a hufflepuff like what do they do
1: no they're the they're the irrelevant house for sure Mm -hmm.
0: oh yeah no there's actually a My sister, she's a high school teacher and directed this play recently. It was called Puffs, and it's specifically like (laughs) Harry Potter, like years one to seven, but like
1: from the perspective of
0: Hufflepuff.
1: That's wild. I was
0: like, they made this a play? Safe to say. I don't
1: think anyone would watch that.
0: I watched it, but uh, I was there and being supportive. But um, yeah, it was a bunch of general side characters. Like, who cares? Right. The only part that mattered was Cedric Diggory. Right. Right. Aye, 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 yeah. It's
1: Mert. He did.
0: He did. Yeah. He did. What was the last tree you climbed?
1: The last tree I climbed? Oh, my God. Probably a tree in Julev's Park, which is a park that's, like, five minutes away from my childhood home in Cincinnati. My parents never moved, so I hmm. I lived in the same house for— 18 years plus um, until I, like, started moving into Columbus and going to Ohio State and stuff. But probably at Jules Park. Um, it's, like, five minutes away. It has all the all the baseball fields I used to play at um, growing up and stuff. But probably one there. Okay. A while ago, though, for sure.
0: Since you are talking about home, where where is the farthest you've ever felt from home?
1: Farthest I've ever felt from home probably would be – Pinehurst North Carolina two summers ago so I did an internship um and I was placed in Pinehurst North Carolina which is like right in the middle um of south of North Carolina um but like right on the border between North and South Carolina so like South North Carolina if that makes sense Um, but I was there for an entire summer for an internship and I saw my it, the internship started like really soon after, um, my semester ended. So it was like, oh, I'm done with college. I spent like a week with family and then I was like off to North Carolina. So, mm. um, and I didn't see them. I saw them once the entire summer. Um, cause I had like a little break around 4th of July. Um, so I went home for that. Uh, but other than that, I didn't see them at all. And it was kind of tough because I didn't see any, like, friends or family, like, the majority of that summer. I, I lived with two of my other coworkers, so that made it a little better because I had people around. But mm-hmm. they um, they traveled a lot. Like, one of them was from around the area and had a boyfriend that lived, like, in – um in Charleston, which was like a two and a half hour drive. Uh, so she would just go there like almost every weekend. Mm. And then my other coworker roommate, um, he was from Georgia, but, uh, he traveled a lot over the weekend. So I spent a lot of time by myself, which, um, it was tough at sometimes, but again, it was kind of neat. Cause I was in a new area and kind of just do whatever I wanted. So that was kind of cool in that aspect, hmm. but definitely got homesick a decent amount during, uh, during that summer.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, that'll do it. Are you usually early or late?
1: I'm usually early. I think that just starts with like high school sports, like the if you're not 15 minutes early or late type mentality. So Mm. I I usually am pretty, pretty punctual, if not early. it's actually a pet peeve of mine. One of my roommates uh, or one of my old roommates in college, he was literally notorious for being the last one like wherever we went and it drove (laughs) us absolutely nuts
0: so you're early even to social events
1: yeah yeah i i mean i don't mind being one of the earlier people there even if there's not too many like not too many people there to start just because like you can kind of just hang out with whoever like the host is or whatever but Mm. i mean i if i say like i'm gonna be somewhere at a certain time like i try to be there Mm. at that time
0: not much of a fashionably late kind of person
1: no, nope, I think that's overrated.
0: No, I'm I'm a I am in the fashionably late. Oh yeah, like work, I'm early and on time. Right, but like if I'm right. gonna go hang out, yeah, you'll see me after an hour. Like this tonight, where you're like, oh, I'll be there. I was like, take your time. Like <laughs> All right. it's fine. What uh, do you have any current pets or memorable childhood
1: pets? So. I personally don't own any pets. However, my parents do own a cat, one cat named Socks. She's she's really cute. She's, uh, she's probably around five now. Okay. Um, but no, I, I've always grown up having pets around, all, all cats. I've never had a dog, but I love animals. I, I mm-hmm. want a dog eventually, just not right now. But uh, yeah, I've had one cat, then two cats, and now Socks. So I've had mm-hmm. four growing up.
0: And crazy cat lady.
1: Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. No, I, I love cats and yeah. dogs. But yeah. if I were to have one now, I would probably pick a dog.
0: Mm. I'd say dogs are a big responsibility. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just ask Nick.
1: Oh, my gosh, yeah.
0: <laughs> what could you give a 40-minute presentation on with no preparation?
1: Literally anything about the game of baseball or golf. E- like, either or, like, whether it's playing it or just like, or talking about it like professionally or something, like those are two things I've been playing and watching like my entire life. So, mm. um, I mean, I could, if you ask me like any question about either of those things, I could probably come up with an answer and explain it. Cause I kind of like the sports too, cause there's a lot of like technical, especially golf, like there's a bunch of like technically intricate things about it. So, mm. um, I can kind of like nerd out about that which is kind of neat. Sure.
0: Okay. Um, What is something that you think you will never do in your life?
1: Hmm. Never do in my life. I don't know. This, this one's kind of up in the air, but maybe skydive. I'm not the hugest fan of heights in general, okay. but – um. I am a pretty like adventurous person. Like like if I like climbed a mountain or something or went like hiking up a mountain, like that would be fine, but I don't know. Something about like jumping out of a plane, I don't know. I I could be convinced maybe, but maybe not. Uh, I say, don't
0: look at me. I'm not trying to convince you. Well, not today at least. Right. What is a fad or trend do you hope never comes back?
1: <laughs> never comes back. Trying to think of, like, really cringy things. Hmm. Um, Uh, I might need some more time on that one. All right. Tell me
0: a corny joke then.
1: (laughs) Corny joke. Oh my gosh. I heard this one. I thought I heard this one on TikTok and it it's oh so boy. stupid but it killed me. Are you ready? Okay. All right. How fast is milk? How fast is milk? Yeah.
0: Oh gosh. I don't know.
1: It'll pasteurize before you even know it. <laughs> it
0: was uh, so dumb but i gosh. thought i
1: was like cracking up about that one i have no oh, idea
0: why gosh i can't i I tried to fake laugh but yeah. i couldn't even yeah. laugh all right guys we're gonna cut this show short oh yeah um, no. yeah, it's been real oh man yeah i i was i'm glad you had something i most people freeze up and like i didn't come i didn't i, I tell you a that joke but it's in inappropriate oh, that's, that's a good one yeah. Okay, Uh, what is the most interesting talent you've seen or heard of?
1: That I have or just seen or heard of?
0: What is the most interesting talent you've seen or heard of? Hmm. Technically, you can see yourself doing talents and hear yourself performing them. If that's the sure. angle you truly want to contextualize.
1: um, Anything that I've seen or heard of? I think it'd be, like, I don't know. My one friend, this is so funny. I don't know why this is, like, the first thing I thought of. He can literally, like, catch any food in his mouth, like,
0: any like, food like literally
1: any food like you'll you can any th- food you can throw it to him like i mean it has to be like the so, size I say, of so if mouth. i chuck a watermelon <laughs> <at> him, he'll <laughs> Not eat it quite but like, like i mean you could throw it to him like 40 feet away and he would still catch it and i think hmm. it's I, I don't understand it at all but he's he's pretty good at it
0: He's good with his mouth i'll say yeah, that yeah, much facts, facts yum would you rather go hang gliding or whitewater rafting
1: Oh, I've actually been whitewater rafting. I actually went whitewater rafting in in Kentucky once, and it was a lot of fun. Um, So I guess hang gliding, I'd like to, I could try hang gliding, I think. Hmm. Even if I'm not a huge height guy, like, I don't know, something about like,
0: these know. double standards, man. I you know, afraid of heights, know I, know. I
1: heights, can't figure but... my own self out. But no, white water mm. rafting's super cool. If if you haven't done it, I'd highly recommend it. I have a feeling you've done it though. I have. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> it's been a few years, but I have done yeah, I, it. Yeah,
1: I went when I was younger. i was like mm. a family reunion type deal, mm. but it was a good time mm. for That's, sure. I think it was
0: like high school for me.
1: Yeah, I, I was probably a freshman or sophomore in high school maybe. Ah.
0: There you go. Back in the glory days. Yeah. What is something that a ton of people are obsessed with, but you just don't get the point of? Hmm.
1: Something that people are obsessed with. Maybe like... um... Oh, I'm going to make Nick so mad saying this. Like, really expensive cars. I think that's fair. Like, I'm... I trust me like I like cars and like could really like it's a good movie, I really yeah. like nice cars don't mm-hmm. get me wrong but like it's just an absorbent amount of money for like I don't know like it still gets you from point A to point B like I, I yeah. like a nice car I can appreciate it but I'm not gonna go out of my way and spend like a crazy amount of money on one
0: I am right there with you you've seen what I drive so um yeah yeah, I mean, I guess it's all in what you value in life. But. Right,
1: I, I'm not, like, a super materialistic person anyways. Like, I'm pretty, like, easygoing and, like, don't spend, like, crazy amounts of money on stuff that's not, like, maybe a necessity at all. But. Yeah,
0: no, that's fair. I can totally relate to that. Yeah. Good good answer. Yeah. I liked that one. Nick can shove it. Facts what would you consider to be a good find
1: a good find? like
0: oh i found this it's a good find (laughs)
1: oh oh, my wallet oh my god so i (laughs) my pet peeve is losing things right and i am very forgettable Mm. so like i lose stuff all the time and it drives me absolutely nuts and i Mm. swear i have lost my wallet the same wallet at least 10 times i've found it every time but i have to mm. like backtrack my steps and stuff the worst I, f- I found it in the middle of a of a road because i left it on the roof of my car oh, as i was like yeah. getting myself off and i'm like huh, i don't have my wallet oh that was definitely on the roof of my car and i yes. backtracked the road it was like 12 or 1 a.m during a, a summer it's a summer night like after uh i think i was still in high school And I literally just drove back to my friend's house that I was hanging out at, like, down the same road. And I was like, there it is, right in the middle of the road. (laughs) Luckily, it was, like, 1 a.m., and there was, like, no traffic. So I just, like, stopped in the middle of the road, picked Mm. it up, and got back in my car.
0: There you go. Yeah. Uh, Have you lost your computer at work yet?
1: Yeah. um, Yeah, several times, actually. But I've Mm. found it every time. You can talk to Nick about it. Oh, my God. I I lose – things all the time there was one day that my mind i don't know what was going on but my mind was in like 20 places at once and i lost my Fair water bottle laptop and um radio so you basically like, lost everything yeah yeah Good everything grief, I, I was just man. walking through that shift with like nothing uh, and i was like what is tomato i mean i found them all actually no i lost all the radio couldn't find the radio so I,
0: was it uh assigned to you or did they not do that um
1: you? they just like wrote my name down and gave me one so it might have been but that thing's long gone yeah. I don't know where it
0: is someone else's. someone
1: from HR gave me one though so
0: that's nice of them I will say losing a radio like I mean I have mine sitting right there that I've had since yeah. launch like when I lose it I get very finicky so yeah I don't yeah. even
1: know how I lost it too because it's always like clipped onto my vest I so fell like, off I maybe like took it off and like set it down somewhere. Just like
0: maybe I don't know. Sometimes I'll just be standing there and I'll just like fall. I'll be like talking to someone, i will fall off my vest onto the ground. <laughs> I just look down like, and say, oh. Well, I guess that's how today's gonna be. Yeah, today, that's how it, it goes. Yeah, Ay. okay. Two more questions Did OJ do it?
2: <laughs>
1: the glove fit. <laughs> I don't know. Probably, I mean. Mm-hmm. I feel like he was always acting guilty. And I didn't watch the documentary or anything, but... Neither did what I. What I know about it, just like in his uh, Bronco driving mm. down the the highway or whatever. Like, I mean, I feel like he feels like he needed to do that if you were guilty. So. That's fair. Yeah. Um,
0: I have not watched the documentary despite asking this question yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe we I'll... should do
1: some research.
2: No,
0: no, no, <laughs> too much work. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll do that for the hundredth episode. I'll just there, play you know. the documentary in the yeah, background. It'll ju- the podcast will just be that. Oh god, it's probably
1: copyrighted though. Hey, so eh, be careful eh, on that. Eh, <laughs>
0: eh. My show's not that popular. I, I don't, I don't make that much money. <laughs> make pennies on the dollar here. They won't notice. Um. Okay. Last question. I always ask this. What is the gr- the best compliment you've ever received?
1: Oh. Um, best compliment I've received probably was actually from my dad. Um, I was having like a really rough, like time towards the end of my senior year of college. Just like a lot of stuff was going on and I was calling him and I was telling him like how stressed out I was and stuff and how I was like trying to like manage all these different things that I had going on and trying to like help out like my roommates and like my school groups and and just everything in general. And I was, and he said um, something along the lines of like, Ryan, like, I don't know how you give so much to other people. And that like meant a lot to me, just being from like my dad, like my dad is like probably the biggest person in my life um just like hearing that come from him it was like really cool
0: that's nice and he wouldn't have said that unless he meant it because dads don't just do that yeah yeah there you go all right good deal uh so earlier you said that you nerd
1: out over baseball stats and golf stats so just like anything in general about like the game
0: okay yeah what is i guess we'll talk baseball because I played baseball growing up for a while. I wasn't very good at it, but I could swing the bat and hit the ball. There you go. Well, yeah,
1: that's the hard part. Only
0: if it was way up here. Oh, I'd yeah. Do the tomahawk. Yeah, the tomahawk, yeah. Other than that, I'd strike out or, you know, <laughs> uh, I was right yeah. field. But what is what is your favorite team and what is the greatest team? Unless they're the same thing to you.
1: Mm. I mean, my favorite team is the Cincinnati, Cincinnati Reds. Reds. Uh, uh, ours. Mm. Um, and it's so sad cause we have been just so bad of no. recent. Um, I mean, we went to, we went to the play or the wild card playoffs my junior year of college. So a couple years ago, and that was where we set the MLB record for most innings without scoring a run in a playoff series.
0: How many innings was that? <laughs> I
1: think I think it was 27. 27 I, I in we, a I, row? Yeah.
0: How could you still be in the playoffs and go 27 innings without scoring? It, it was scoring? either it was
1: either two games or three games. I can't remember, but we did not score a single run in like or I think it, it wasn't a single run in that entire playoff series. At maximum it was like one run. And it was and I watched the whole like I watched every pitch from that series cuz um, cause that's my team and oh my God, I've never been more frustrated just watching baseball. I was like, man, not a single person <laughs> would they can, at like,
0: least get on base?
1: Yeah. But, I mean, sometimes like we'll get a hit or two there, or, like walk. I, re- I remember, th- I think it could have been like bases loaded and we had like one out, oh, or maybe no, outs, and no one scored. I'm like, you have got like, literally you get the ball in play and chances are you're going to score a run. Right. But, mm. um, that that was bad but now i'll still i'll forever be a ride or die cincinnati reds fans even though they're they're not good but i was the same way with the Bengals too the Bengals were bad there for a while and now Mm. we've been to the afc championship two years in a row super bowl um last year so that's on the the up and up Mm. but um the best team right now it's Probably between the Astros and the Dodgers, I would say.
0: What would make you decide on which team was better? Like what would have to happen? I mean obviously they have to win a game, but like details, details.
1: Yeah, like I mean the Astros have won a couple World Series just in the past like five years. The Dodgers are the Dodgers are always contenders. I would probably say the Dodgers just even though they um can't remember of recent how many World Series appearances they've had, but um, they're like, because baseball doesn't professional baseball doesn't have like the salary cap, like all the other sports do, like uh-huh, literally yep. like they can have an absurd amount of money over like the smaller market teams and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do. They have an insane amount of money and they can buy the best of the best players to come and play for them just because they have right. that extra money. So they have, like, some of the best pitchers in the league. They have some of the best fielders, some of the best hitters. Like, it's it's pretty pretty crazy. But then again, yeah. like, it, it proves that not money doesn't, like, mean everything. Like, having the best players um, doesn't mean everything cause, or, unless they would just win the World Series every time. So sometimes – um, it's just how you play, it's how your coach coaches and stuff like that. So it's more than just that. But the Dodgers, like, on paper are, like, the best team.
0: Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a team sport. I mean, yeah. you got to play the game to find out who wins. Right, and right. What's the saying? The best team doesn't always win. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly, exactly. Case in point, the Super yeah. Bowl. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't know. I Going into that game, I will admit I was uh, – more so rooting for the the uh, the Eagles. I almost said Same. Falcons. Just showing how knowledgeable yeah. I am. The Eagles. Um, but I mean, when the Chiefs won, I oh well. Yeah. Rihanna won. That's all that yeah, matters to me. Go.
1: Yeah, I just know I'm gonna get a, an earful from Alyssa.
0: Why? Because Alyssa
1: is a huge uh, Chiefs fan. Oh, I think my... she's from Kansas City. Alyssa's my boss. Yeah. Um, oh, so trash. Yeah. So she was. She was. Giving me a bunch of bunch of crap when they beat the Bengals on a, you know, I the, bet the, the refs the refs oh. them and they, they kind of screwed over the Eagles too but
0: so yeah that's fair yeah I was gonna ask a question about that but was there uh the refs for the Bengals game all that would you say the refs were compromised in any way?
1: I don't know if there were compromise i want to say they're compromised. like it's so funny because there's a bunch of like like stuff in the news and on like twitter and stuff saying that the nfl is scripted i'm not sure if you've seen any of that i have not i'm yeah, not on twitter yeah. so if, if you um if you go and like or just like google it like nfl scripted like it's kind of like um it's just a bunch of like theories that the nfl has like an ulterior motive and is like a puppet master pulling the strings and stuff and like Mm -hmm. they wanted the chiefs to win the super bowl so like a bunch of this stuff happened to make them win the super bowl and that the nfl scripted and stuff they
0: say like lizard people are running the show (laughs) or (laughs) (laughs) commissioner
1: goodell or whoever his team is or um or like his group of higher up people in the nfl or are pulling these strings and that the NFL scripting and stuff. And I, it's it's funny though, because like I think some people actually believe that it is, but there's, I mean, there can't be any way that it's actually scripted. It's just some coincidental circumstances. I'll I'll leave it at that. You know? I guess. But no, the refs do their job, and there's missed calls everywhere. Dang. But
0: dang, I was hoping you go down the route of that, because apparently, again, I haven't read anything. I haven't done any research i'm just going off of what i'm told here so maybe i'm wrong but i thought i heard in the uh Bengals game the ref his son had put like a million dollars down on i forget uh, the other team the eagles right Do they oh, play the geez. chiefs ah tells you how much i pay attention to this stuff um and uh yeah i don't know if that's true i feel like if it was true it I'm sure we would have heard a lot more about it yeah. by now,
1: but yeah, that's wild.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, I don't. Again,
1: I haven't heard that story, but that's crazy. I, yeah.
0: I am all on board with the Bengals winning overall, so I will yeah. push this theory <laughs> till I'm proven completely wrong. But right. I mean, wild stuff like that, I feel like can happen. But I don't mm-hmm. know. It's hard until you know for certain. It's a big claim to throw out there. Yeah. Right. Right. Now, what about umpires? They uh I feel like they can blow some pretty big games, right? Oh, 100%. That, that wasn't 100%. a strike, right? Yeah.
1: And, yeah, and that's why um they started testing it out in um in AAA and in, in the minor leagues, uh robot uh strike zones.
0: Details, details. Yeah, I like haven't they, been they, tracking on this. They
1: do a um they have like a program that kind of takes like a like a 3D Um, model of like the strike zone for each player and then um there's no umpire to call balls and strikes like it's completely automated um the the umpires are still in the field to call like safer out and bases and stuff like that but um there's no umpire calling balls and strikes is a completely automated system and they've thought about um bringing that to uh the major leagues eventually
0: how do people receive that generally do they like it
1: um, uh, it's from what I can tell, it's pretty mixed. Cause like on one side, like you're for sure not going to yell over balls and strikes or like, yep, it's the system. Like, or, or, I mean, I can see people getting like, Oh, the system's rigged. Like someone just like, it. yeah, they hacked the system or something. So I can see that going one way. I can see other people saying, Oh no, I like it. Cause I know, that it's gonna be fair and consistent because it's a program, mm. um, but then there's always like people that say that it's taking the human element out of the game and stuff, and mm-hmm. that it's too big of a change. I mean, baseball is a fair, it's America's pastime. It's an older sport um, in the country, and um, it's just taking um, too far away of the the human element. So, mm. but it's kind of neat. It's a, I mean, I think it's a neat idea.
0: Yeah, I had no idea that was
1: thing to robot strike zone robot
0: yeah. the, the robots are taking over it's the mm-hmm. chat gpt of baseball
1: yep yep
0: so how how good are you on baseball history like do you know all of it because i don't know how the game started so i was just gonna generally no, ask no, not, what was not, the first game
1: no not, not that phenomenal. good i mean i think the game started this uh stick ball where kids would just like throw like whatever um to someone else and hit it with like a stick or mm. something, but, um, but no, I mean I, I love baseball. I've been playing it since, or I played it from when I was like really, really young all the way, um, through high school.
0: What uh, which position did you normally play out in the field?
1: Yeah, it's uh, I pitched, um, I pitched, and then I usually played outfield or second base.
0: What is your fastest fastball?
1: Fastest fastball, I. Th- could throw around 85, 86, maybe. 65? <laughs> 65, oh, no, I'd get teed you get up rocked. Over. Yeah, I would get rocked. I would rock now, off of you, that's for I sure. Could, I could get up to, to mid-80s and in my prime. In your prime. Not, not anymore. Now
0: right. you have is your Amazon prime, right, oh, guys? Oh, shoot, yeah. <laughs> There's a corny yeah. joke, guys. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. What would be your... uh? Like, say you got three balls, two strikes on someone. What's your general go-to?
1: Oh, if I was pitching? And if you
0: were pitching, how are you finishing this guy off?
1: Oh, I'd probably – um. it would depend on how I'm throwing it, but I, I really liked uh, – I had a slider. I really liked my slider. Um, That was kind of like my, my strikeout pitch.
0: You scumbag. Yeah. Curveballs, any of that fancy stuff?
1: Yeah, yeah, curveballs um curveballs too and mix it in i try to because like i mean i i threw like very averagely hard maybe above average hard but i I didn't have like the speed that like d1 pitchers have to just like blow blow it by people like people are gonna adjust Mm. and catch up to like my fastball so i can't just like rely on that so i have Mm. to get a little little crafty by throwing curveball sliders and stuff to like kind of keep them on their toes
0: that's fair. Were, yeah. you, were you right-handed or left-handed? I'm right-handed. Oh, okay. Yeah. I say them left-handed pitchers. They're scumbags, all yeah. of them. Oh, yeah. Try to lead off first, not a chance. Yeah,
1: they're they're crafty. Mm.
0: So would you ever hit a pitch or a batter on purpose?
1: Oh, I have not. No. I have thrown a little high and inside on mm. some people that I – don't really like or whatever but no i've Mm. never uh intentionally hit anyone or anything like that
0: anybody charged the mound on you before
1: no no Mm. one's charged the mound on me i've i've had people say like words to me and i've said words back but no no brawls or something that we actually my junior year of high school we almost did have a bench clearing brawl which was kind of neat because uh Mm. We had history with this old team. Like uh, It was the second time we were – it was a rival team in our conference. And uh, the previous game, uh, my team actually won. Um, but uh, one of my teammates and a, a couple of their guys, they kind of got into it um, and kind of started some bla- bad blood between the two teams. And okay, then yeah. the second time we played them at our place, like uh, it actually was like – escalated to both our athletic directors of like the high schools and oh, the umpires this is great. That, um like hey like just want to let you know like some things were going on last game just want to let you guys know oh some stuff here and we're like okay so both our athletic Dang. directors there the umpires knew and the starting pitcher of their team um was committed to kentucky uh he threw like low 90s like big dude okay. like 6364 just could throw it hard and um he hit three batters in the first inning. Oh my! Like right off the very, bat, very, very clearly intentional. Oh um, And one man. of one of the ones that was hit was was the the player on my team that was like kind of getting at it with the other guys, and it, it was like directly in the like the back of the head. Too. Oh, so like, he definitely went yeah, up to the plate. Like, like if this oh, guy yeah. hits me, I'm beating his oh, ass. Yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah. So that's like, even better. We, we all started like. We, like, as soon as he got hit, because he was actually the third person to get hit. I I think the first one he hit wasn't really intentional. The second one might have been because it was our catcher. Um, But then th- that last one, it's like, yeah, this guy's drilling people on purpose. So then, like, we all got up out of our seats, and we were, like, starting to work on – like, we all, like, were working on our way to the field and stuff. But then, like, both athletic directors came on oh, the field like, no. and and stopped anything from – From escalating, but it's
0: always those people that break up the fight. It's like, get out of the way. It was pretty
1: wild. I was like, man, I didn't think this, like, really, I hadn't really seen anything like this. Like, people get Mm. under each other's skin and whatnot, but like, nothing to the extent of like a bench clearing brawl.
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, almost. I feel like there was always like, I feel like, at least for me and just various sports I played, you always had that one team that just.
1: Yep. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that team, and there was another team in my conference that I was like, oh, when we play these guys, like, I want to kill them because they drove me absolutely nuts.
0: Yeah. That's that's Same how Same thing goes. in
1: golf, too. I mean, also does... a little less competitive from a physical aspect, but.
0: I mean, is it, so, happy Gilmore, normal <laughs> golf. Like, how similar <laughs> are we talking here? <laughs>
1: Not similar at all. Oh. Well, I mean. You could try to do that. It's actually they um there was a show called Sports Science, which is kind of neat. Um, and it's exactly what it sounds like. They would get like professional athletes or something, and like measure like put like like sensors and stuff on their bodies to see like how their bodies move in 3D space and whatnot, and get Mm -hmm. measurements of like force or like like torque or stuff like that. But there is one that it was the sports science. If the happy Gilmore swing does in fact like make you hit the ball farther. And it does, it actually does. Cause like you can have more momentum into it and stuff, but mm-hmm. just the consistency and golf is a game yeah. of consistency. Like you yeah. have to be consistent. Like if you can, cause like a robot would kill any professional golfer. Cause like a robot can do it over and over and over again. That's the, that's the thing about golf. That's what makes it hard. You have to do the same motion the same way. Like, Seventy times or sixty times in a row to get the best performance, but um, yeah, Happy Gilmore—you can hit the ball farther, but no, there's not a chance they are going to be like a competitive golfer swinging like that.
0: Mm. I would say his putting game was not the greatest. Oh yeah, so. yeah,
1: putting. Yeah, putting makes up like half your strokes too, so mm. very important part.
0: Fair enough. Would you? What would you say? So when you're watching a golfer and you are observing their swing. Like I guess driving. What would you say when you're watching? Like, if you're gonna say, "Hey, this is what you can do to improve." What are the things that you normally notice?
1: Um, definitely. Um, the first thing. So Rory McElroy is, um, I think he is ranked number one player in the world right now. He's he's one of my personal favorite professional golfers, and what's funny about him. Is he's like five foot nine, like not a big dude. He's like five eight or five nine, not a big dude, but he is the or one of the longest hitters on tour. Like he hits the ball so, so, so far for being like a pretty short guy and pretty stock guy. But, um, it's all in like the rotation. Like he, he's just very flexible and he can just like twist his body, um, like, really hard, and that's where you get, like, your torque and your power from, and it's also, like, he uses his legs really well, too, Mm. um, because, like, it's not all upper body, like, you really have to, like, use your legs and drive your legs, and that's what can really help you, like, drive the ball farther, because, like, I, I hit the ball pretty far, not to toot my own horn or anything, but I, I hit the ball pretty far.
0: What's your average Um, drive distance?
1: I, I can get around 300, over 300, which is, like, like, pretty well above two or average, um. But obviously, like, tour players are much better than me because they're much more consistent. I can hit the ball far, but I'm much less consistent than they are.
0: So you're, like, a tame, boring version of Happy Gilmore. Yeah,
1: sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, a tame, boring version of Happy Gilmore. But, again, like, I I have, like, I'm tall, which definitely helps. I got long arms, which also oh, helps. Yeah. Um, just generate, like, torque and stuff, so... Um, but Mm -hmm. like, I, I have pretty good rotational power and and baseball translates a lot too. It's a lot Mm -hmm. like the same muscle groups and stuff and the baseball swing and the golf swing, they are like quite different, but the, in general, like you're using the same like parts of your body. So if you know how to use those well, then, um, it helps out a
0: lot. Oh yeah. I say long arms goes a long way. Yeah. If you ever do martial arts, instructors will love your arms. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. Uh, But, uh, that's why I can beat up Nick.
0: Anybody could beat up <laughs> exactly. Nick. Exactly. So Even why does he keep saying that? the only thing that can't beat up Nick is Nick himself. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I assume he'll listen to this. That's why I said that. Um, I hope he does. Ah, uh, oh yeah. So, what was I going to say? So all your golf swings and stuff, and then putting. Like, do you do I shorten my arms on that?
1: Um, putting's very different. What? The best advice I have is um, you kind of tuck your elbows like into the lower part of your rib cage. And then you actually don't really use your arms at all. It's all in your chest. Like you move your chest back and forth. Like you don't mm-hmm. – you, you I don't think about using my arms or like which way am I going to move my arms or my hands. Mm-hmm. Like I literally just kind of anchor my arms to like – my chest or my rib cage and then i just like rotate my like upper body
0: is that why i feel like i was the one time i was watching golf not that long ago i saw a guy he had like a his putter was like a long stick and had yeah, like an extension yeah, belly where, like yeah
1: they call it the the belly putter um is that
0: yeah, like the wheelchair got, of putting or like
1: kind of, it's kind of like the uh like the bowling ramp of putting, the I The bowling r- having yeah. the bumpers up. Yeah, having the bumpers up, something yeah. like that. Um, and it actually, yeah, there used to be golfers that have these crazy long putters, and they literally put, like, the butt end of the grip, um, like, into their, like, sternum, um, and then they just grip it down low, and it's supposed to keep it, like, much more stable than if it wasn't, and they actually banned them from being used now, because it mm. was an unfair advantage. Yeah. So hey, I need...
0: I can't help it that my competition is too poor to afford better yeah, equipment. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah. Or however expensive it is, you oh, know. Oh, they're expensive. Golf yeah. clubs
1: are insanely ins- expensive.
0: They are. I have the That's... set I have I got for free because my dad had an extra set that someone gave him for free because he's know. a mechanic and people just give him stuff. And exactly. I was like, "Huh. I will take those." Right. And right. I barely use them. But Good golf clubs.
1: Yeah, and that's like, literally, golf is one of the only thing. Like I was talking about earlier, how I'm not like a materialistic person or anything, but like that's golf your is, weakness. Golf is the only thing that I'll I'll splurge a little bit because mm. I mean it kind of stinks. Cause splurge. Like you have to. It, it stinks because you have to you have to pay to practice, like to go to the drive range. You have to pay to practice. You have to pay to play. Uh, teach you, have to, you to be for, poor. You have to keep paying for. For golf balls, because you lose golf balls, you um, just... be a better, be better. Or, don't yeah, lose your golf exactly. balls. Yeah, that, that's what I, I I call it an economic round of golf. If you uh, if you mm. don't lose too many golf balls, like you could play bad and not lose golf balls, but it's like, hey, it was an economic round of golf. You know? Well,
0: if you play too good, say you get a hole in one, isn't it true that you have to buy drinks for everybody? <laughs> that, <laughs>
1: yes, that is. That's that's a thing. Yeah. Oh gosh! If you, if you make a hole in one, you're supposed to buy everyone in like the clubhouse bar a drink.
0: Oh no! Yeah. I, that was a uh, Brody when I had him on. For those who are actually fans of the show, um, when I had Brody on, we talked about this because he said he got like a hole in one when he was playing golf in college and had to yeah. buy everybody a drink. Yeah. It's like wh- yeah. what? What? <laughs> I it's would the never. The unwritten rule. I would yeah. never get a hole in one. Also, I just wouldn't get one because I'm <laughs> yeah. terrible at golf.
1: I still haven't had one. I've been playing competitively for like eight years so it's not
0: not even in mini golf
1: oh in mini golf yeah Uh, but very different
0: it is very very different it's been a while since i've gotten a hole in one in mini golf but it's been a while since i've really played mini golf too so it's fair but i don't know it's hard to take it seriously yeah i think for when i went it was uh we it was some place up in Akron. This one girl on the other side of the course was like, "Dance like, hole in one, hole in one. So like me and the entire group, every time we went up to a hole, we would you do would what she it. did. Yeah. Oh. And she looked over and noticed. It was yeah. so embarrassed. Oh, gosh, it was so much fun. But like you got to have fun, like especially yeah. in golf. Like it's such a technical and I think probably a serious – I don't know if I'd use the S word sport because I just can't call it a sport. <laughs> I've had too many arguments over this, but it's a, it's a very uh monotonous activity. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think it is probably the most mentally I I've played six sports like throughout my life. Five, man. yeah.
0: Five in yeah. a hobby.
1: Yeah, five in a hobby. <laughs> right, right, right. Five in a hobby. Um but it's definitely the most like mentally challenging one because it's like that. um and, and even
0: more mental than baseball. I think so. Because baseball personally. is a very mental game.
1: Yeah, especially when you're in like a slump, like a a oh, slump, yeah. and you're just like, what in the world is going on? It's hard like, to I get out. See. Yeah, it's hard to get out. Um, But the, the thing about golf is like n- no one's like – because in baseball, you can – kind of tip your cap to, like, the pitcher or whatever, say, like, ah, that was a good pitch. Like, he got me on that one. Fair but enough. in golf, yeah. it's, like, it's all you. It's yeah. you versus the course. Like, nothing's yeah. changing. It's all you. So it's, like, it that, that's when it gets really frustrating. It's, like, I know I can do this. I've done this before. But, yeah. like, why can't I do it, like, right now? So that's, that's fair. So it's just, like, and I was a little hot-headed, definitely, back in high school. Um, really? Okay. Clubs, clubs can be thrown um i love that so then, much i
0: i want to see this hot-headed ryan nah,
1: it's, I, i'm a very different person in like a competitive scene rather than just like everyday life because i'm a pretty easygoing like uh. positive person but like like oh if you catch me on like the basketball court or because i play I, I love playing basketball too mm-hmm. um but like baseball or golf like i'm a very much more like intense person yeah. um i feel like this is... i i want to do well and i want to win and stuff like
0: that I feel like this is the intro to a bad post-western where you're like i used to be a bad person and then oh, something yeah. comes I'm along changed. i I'm have changed. to go back to my old ways right. really quickly to win this basketball game
1: yeah yeah but no i i mean i i love being competitive and and that's definitely something i've missed ever since like graduating college and like not playing um like a sport and like a league or something because like i like the competitive energy and stuff
0: that's fair so when you were at college, I uh I use this word very specifically and on purpose. You're a sorority, you all uh <laughs> went and played all these special <laughs> sports or
1: whatever. Uh, yes, I was definitely a part of a fraternity. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, we did um intramural sports and stuff. I I did um basketball was the main one I did and um and we did flag football too.
0: Flag football? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's well, a basketball com- was my big one, though. There was the commercial during the Super Bowl where no one could get that girl's <laughs> was, flags off. There was.
1: Even the mom was like, yeah. I need those flags. Yeah. So. Well, those are always always fun. Our well, basketball team was really good, too.
0: The best or just really good?
1: Um. So, the year that we were really, really good was my sophomore year. And that was when COVID hit. Um, oh, fantastic. We, we were. Yeah. Uh, so the way the league works is you were, there's a bunch of different like divisions and each division had four teams. Um, and you would play, you would play four games all within your league. And then depending on how you did in those games, like, um, like you would get like seated and then there was like a playoff, um, bracket that was made and it was one and done. So like you win, you move on, you lose, you're, you're out. Um, we were four and O in the regular season with three mercy rules.
0: How do you get mercyed in this? Um,
1: we were up 15 points with, I think five minutes left. I think that was the, the mercy rule or it was 20 mm. or something, but, uh, no, we had a really good team, but literally the, uh, we went on spring break that, uh, um, 2020, like March, 2020, we went on spring break and then we got a message saying, oh, um, th- your spring break's actually going to get extended another yeah. week because of <laughs> yep. COVID and mm. stuff. And we're like, huh, that's, let's go. Like, that's awesome. Like another week of spring break. And then uh-huh. a few days after that message came out was another message saying, oh yeah, y'all actually aren't going to come back to school and if you're in a dorm which i was because i was uh come I, get your stuff yeah you know? come get your stuff because I, I lived in a dorm with seven other guys i lived in a suite they called it so it was four mm. four doubles put together and then we had also had like a common, a room, common room, room and um a couple bathrooms and stuff it was that it was cool, but, nice. um but yeah they were like yeah come get your stuff so then then we packed up went home finished the rest of our year online no no basketball tournament or anything like that so that kind of sucked but
0: you still had uh
1: covid was wild
0: some kind of basketball video game maybe yeah some 2k yeah yeah, yeah I, still play 2K. Some, uh, I just can't get behind sports games but you know playing them are fun video yeah. games but yeah that's i keep forgetting it can you were a sophomore.
1: how old are you right now please I don't 22. say 20
0: oh my gosh i'm, I'm sorry t- turning
1: 23 in a month in a month and a couple weeks Okay, so, March. Yeah, late March. Wow. But yeah. yeah. Well, yeah I'm, I'm, the, I'm
0: 25, so I can't judge. I yeah. turn 26 next week. so. Oh, let's go. Yeah, let's go. The Woo-hoo. big 2-6. Uh, you know what they God. say. Yeah, it's, it's the big one. <laughs> uh, yeah, 25 is the quarter-life crisis from what I hear. Oh, yeah. Which
1: – Have you experienced that at all or no?
0: <sighs> yes, but not for the reasons you'd think.
1: Gotcha. Uh,
0: but yeah. I'd say 20, I don't know. You probably won't have that. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. It's a couple of years from now. For yeah, me, I, did, I had it not, like, I would not have guessed why I experienced it. But but also, I mean, with my brother getting cancer and all that, I was right. like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, gosh, now it can happen to me. Like, it just doesn't, you just don't think about these
1: things until that happens. But anyway, right.
0: basketball. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um.
1: But no, that, yeah. yeah birthdays are birthdays are cool uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just excited because like yeah. it's just so especially like in our work environment and stuff like i'm so young compared to like everyone uh, else it's so. nice
0: when and we, yes we, and no when we launched cmh4 i was the youngest person yeah. um like manager wise yeah and i enjoyed it a lot i was like i'm so young <laughs> i was the nice singles manager you right know, i just Put the one thing in the box and send it. There you go. It has its perks.
1: Yeah, it definitely has its perks. Like, I definitely feel like, I don't know, people take it a little easier on me maybe. but Easier
0: and harder, I think.
1: Yeah, I also, yeah, definitely I feel like I've been talked down to like a fair amount or like condescended and stuff like that. But you just kind of let it roll off your back and keep going. If
0: it makes you feel better, I talk down to everybody, Ryan. (laughs) So it's nothing personal. um yeah it it can be like that but i mean as you kind of do it more and more and like i don't know i feel like people still talk down to me a lot but it's more of just probably nothing personal it's just the way it is so yeah like yeah they didn't mean anything by it they're just mad i just
1: yeah that's a lot of it i, I mean, mean work in a pretty high stress environment or people are eat. a lot of stress lot of stress.
0: We do, but then we don't. Like nobody dies. Exactly. Yeah,
1: that's that's my biggest thing too. Like, yeah, we can run a bad shift and whatnot, but like, (laughs) why are you
0: looking at me? (laughs)
1: People are still gonna, people are still gonna get their packages hopefully on time. Yeah,
0: they should. Or if not, then they just wait a little bit. That's all good. That's
1: the worst thing that can happen. Like we try to try to do our best for our customers and whatnot. Yeah.
0: Well, before we go down that rabbit hole, I have to ask. So yeah, I. Before we started this recording, Ryan, he opened up a can and turned this tab <laughs> to the right. So I gotta know what why because that, that's what I do when I open my oh, drink. Really? Yeah, naturally. I'd yeah pop it open and oh, here, just, I'm,
1: gonna, I'm gonna open up another one too.
0: Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Just kidding. I didn't expect it.
1: We're in your home. You should have some. As I, you drink Tito's and canes. That's not Tito's, but oh. um,
0: yeah, I I do enjoy <laughs> me some raisin canes. I yeah. I try to keep it you know PG with my drinks. Mm-hmm. Some days but, I try harder than others. There you go. If, if you want to move that off, you can. Oh yeah, there
1: we go. But um, the uh, the the reason I I do it is because um, in in my fraternity or it started I first came across it like in my fraternity, but I it, I'm pretty sure it's a thing like just in general like social culture, party culture, um, that it's called the game of life. So if you are a member or participating in the game of life, um, if you have like a canned drink and your tab is directly back, like you just opened it, you opened it up, you put it back. Um, if someone comes up to you and pushes down your tab when it's straight, um, and says game of life, you have to finish your drink. So okay. that's literally the whole game. They can do this like anytime throughout the night, throughout the party or whatever. But so if it's turned to the right, if it's turned to the right, or if it just turned to the left or people take it off, but I don't like taking it off my tab off. Um, they, they can't game of life you and you don't have to chug your drink when you don't want to. So, oh. so we, I mean, we started playing this like my freshman year of college and literally we like I couldn't tell you how many times that people got me, but you learn really quick because you're like, "Wow, I really don't want to chug this," but then you you get made fun of if you if you don't. So then That's you you fair. learn you learn really no, quick, and now it's literally just like second nature. Like I open it up, put it back, and push it to the right, and I'll I'll do that is. on on any drink, whether it's alcoholic or non-alcoholic, and it's it's kind of funny, hmm. just muscle memory.
0: That's fair. Yeah, I did it when I was. Just like I think it was like junior high or high school, I got tired of like not knowing which drink was mine, so I just would oh, turn it yeah. to the right. Sure. Because I was gonna then ask if I turn it to the left, like you said, game of life. So if I turn it to the right, that means I want to live. If I want to turn to the left, like are we sending signals here? Or like,
2: <laughs> mm,
0: fair enough. But yeah. yeah. The more you know. The I more did you not know, know. The game
1: of life. It's a, it's a fun game.
0: What was the name of your frat? Uh, I was in Theta Out... Chi. And what? Theta chi. Oh, what is the that's Greek for symbols or something? Yeah,
1: it's it's right here. It's oh, the, the theta is just like an O with a dash in the middle, and then Chi is literally an X. So it looks like ox.
0: Okay. So I was never in any of these before. So like why do they choose Greek symbols and theta chi? Like why those ones specifically?
1: That's a that's a good question. I think how it started so when I joined, my fraternity was recolonizing, which means that there was a Theta Chi chapter there, but they were bad and they got kicked off a of campus. Um, but what happened was a uh, pretty much what you can do is if you and like your closest friends, like I think it started with fifteen or twenty guys that were that all knew each other um, one way or another. They're like, hey, like we want to start a fraternity, they just you kinda gotta just do a little digging, a little bit of research and stuff, but they're like, Oh, Theta Kai, like there used to be a chapter here, there's not anymore. Um, like let's try to start one back up again. Um and you just have to kinda contact like a few um It's like
0: campus life or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, like campus that.
1: life and then there's uh you can contact like the Theta Chi headquarters, the IHQ, the international headquarters and say like, yo, I have like 15, 20 guys, I want to start um, or recolonize or start up a, a chapter of yours. Like are you interested? It's at like Ohio State University. And then um, they send out a couple people to like kind of help you get like, get everything situated and like cross your T's and dot your eyes and stuff like that. And um, that's pretty much where it all started. Uh, and then uh, my fraternity, at, since it's recolonization, is the fastest growing fraternity in Ohio State's history, which is kind of neat. Um, so it, they started out with like 15 or 20 guys, like I said, and I joined in year three or four and they were already up to like mid eighties, low nineties. And I think they're in hmm. the one forties now. That is like a one lot 40, of, people. yeah, a lot of people. So, um, but that was part of the reason that I was like really drawn to it in the first place is because like, they're they, they like, yeah, like we started out with 20 guys, just like a couple, like two, three years ago. And now we're at like 80, like it's growing really fast. And that's usually a good sign because like, mm. people want to come back, people want to join. Yeah. Um, and I had a great experience. I, I had a, a phenomenal experience. I was really glad I did because I, I didn't want to join a fraternity at all when I first um, came to Ohio State, especially mm. uh, I started out in biomedical engineering. Oh. Very, very oh, difficult. Wow. Major for, wow. Wow,
0: wow, for wow, wow,
1: wow. Uh, tried it out. So. Um, but after I, I gave that, um, a semester and, and I got through the semester, but it was, it was really tough. And, um, I felt like my head was just in the books, like the entire semester. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is not what I want my college experience to like yeah. feel like. So that's when I, I switched to business. Um, I still got an engineering minor, um, which was kind of neat. Uh, but it was much less, uh, much less work and much less mm-hmm. stress. So yeah. uh, the mix between the two was kind of a good fit for me. Cause it, it wasn't like it was so easy that I was just like coasting through college and just like partying way too much, Mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. Like I still had to put in my best work and my best effort, but it opened up my opportunities to do some stuff outside of the classroom. Like join a fraternity, like do Ohio state club golf, which I did, Mm -hmm. which is like the JV of college. Um, yeah, JV. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, do some stuff for some philanthropy mm. organizations and stuff like that. Mm. Um, cause I, uh, was a team captain for my fraternity for Buckeye mm. Have you heard of Buckeye Nope. It, it sounds is... like
0: a marathon, but you wear Buckeyes or eat them <laughs> yeah. while you're running it. It's
1: the, um, uh, it's the largest student run philanthropy in the state of Ohio. Um, uh, it's a 24 hour long, Uh, They call it a dance marathon, but it's really just, like, an activity marathon in our um, really big, like, activity center and gym called the RPAC. Okay. Um, And uh, pretty much you raise $250 – it's either 200, 250. I can't quite remember, but you raise that money and you get like access to go to like this event and the event's a ton of fun. Um, all the money goes to nationwide children's hospital, um, mm-hmm. in the oncology and hematology departments. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's really cool. Like a- every year it's a, it's a huge deal. Like we raise over like a million dollars every year between like oh. all the Ohio state students, like everyone gets super involved in it. And me and my best friend who is also, uh, He's been my best friend since seventh grade. He was also my uh, college roommate and fraternity brother. Uh, we were co-captains for our fraternity team. So that was oh, something that, fun that, like, yeah, that was mm. something fun that, like, we could do together and yeah. for a good cause. So that yeah. was cool. It
0: definitely helps when you have a friend in a similar position like
1: that. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Two, two of my best friends um, since seventh grade, I, I both met them in seventh grade. They um, joined the same time I did and and live with me so it was it was it made it feel not so overwhelming because like getting thrown into like oh here's like 85 new people that you're gonna be friends with so like yeah getting to go through that with them like by my side definitely made it like way less intimidating and a lot more fun
0: it does yeah yeah Yeah, definitely knowing at least one or two people in a crowd of many like
1: yeah especially in Ohio State when there's like 55,000 undergrads and stuff like just trying to make the place a little smaller, it, it makes a really, really big difference.
0: I bet. So, like, say someone wants to join Feta Chi. What is the uh, initiation process like?
1: So, it's pretty laid back. Like, um, how you... It's called rushing a fraternity is where you start to show interest in said fraternity by going to their events they put on. So, they put... A, um, they put – the fraternities put on events for like the first week or two of um, of the semester, uh, and th- they're a lot of fun. Like they'll um, – we'll cater like canes at and like we'll cater like I love canes. An ignorant amount of chicken strips to our house and mm. Texas toast and stuff. And Yummy. it's like come by and get some canes and just like meet and talk with the guys, play some pool or watch um, watch a game that's on or something like that. Or we can also do, we've rented out Buffalo Wild Wings on campus, like just rented out the the place and just got food and hung out there. Uh, we had basketball day where we rented out a few courts at the RPAC and played basketball. Um, but yeah, you pretty much just like go to these events. You try to talk to like as many of the bl- brothers as you can and uh, just kind of get to know them and stuff. Um,
0: so they don't make you like. I don't even know like what a horror story exactly would look like. For no, trying so to get that into that's a... when
1: pledging starts. So then oh, once okay. once like the brothers give you like the go ahead, it's called getting a bid. So like if it's like oh what like after the events, um like the rush committee or like the people that are in charge of like recruitment, they like get together and they're like oh uh like. Wade, what, what'd you think of Wade? And they're like, Oh, like, he Oh, I really sucks. liked Wade. He's a yeah. Jerk. yeah that, that's yeah. sometimes that's fair what enough. That's yeah. sometimes what happens. Unfortunately, they're like, Oh no, that kid is not it. Like no pass. And then like people like can say like, Oh no, I like that kid. Oh, I didn't like that kid. And then you just kind of come to a consensus on whether you, you want to um, yeah. give, in, give them an invitation to join your fraternity. Um, so if you do get an invitation, um, you pretty much just like, Say, like, cool, I'm going to accept the invitation and, and start the process of joining your fraternity, um, which is when you become a pledge. And now that is when uh, some bad things can happen, especially in um, – it's more – I, I want to say, like, hazing is more prevalent in, like, really big, like, southern universities, like SEC um, okay. conference universities. Uh, I mean, it's everywhere, though. Like yeah. if, you, if you join a fraternity, like, there's always a chance that you're probably going to get hazed. Um, it, it just depends on, like, the culture and the people there a lot, though. Mm-hmm. I, I had a phenomenal pledging experience. I didn't experience anything like that. The worst thing I had to do was clean up after parties, which is, like...
0: Oh, that's not too yeah, bad. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, like, as a pledge, you have some duties, like, some extra duties that, like, brothers don't have, which or like cleaning up after parties. Um, sometimes you would be like a sober monitor. So someone that like wouldn't drink during a party just to, um, be a person. If someone wasn't okay during a party that they could come to and say like, Hey, Hey. like this person's not okay. Like they need help. They need to get home. Like that's fair. Okay. So, Hmm. um, just stuff like that. Um, Hmm. and, or, um, you had, we had to do, um, Sorority serenades. That was a fun one. Oh my god Where goodness. Uh, the whole pledge class would go door to door for the uh at the sorority houses. The, the sorority houses are mainly on uh 15th uh street on campus mm-hmm. and um or 15th Ave and you would just go door to door and uh we would sing uh, a few songs and then uh move on. And it was, what was, it was
0: the most memorable song that you had to sing during that?
1: Oh man, never
0: gonna give you up, <laughs> no nah. never gonna let the, the, the you the funny down. <laughs> thing is
1: too we we like tweaked the lyrics too, so like we okay. changed the lyrics' All right. so I'm it's listening like, so like um, I could see that, you being like a choir boy. I was in choir I actually. believe that yeah. so much yeah. i I started in band, I did percussion, okay, um so i I played drums and xylophone and that kind of stuff for a little bit, but then Are I you actually, a tenor in choir.
0: Was I a tenor? tenor?
1: I started as a tenor and then I moved into bass. Then player, your balls tenor. dropped. You yeah, right, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, fine. I right. was the same way. Yeah, but no, I I started in band, but then I had then I thought band was just absolutely awful in middle school. Um, I just didn't like it at all. I didn't like how it was set up or anything. So I was like, oh, I'll just do chorus instead kind of as a joke and an easy class but honestly i ended up huh. liking it a lot let me I, guess
0: your friends did it too yep, right? yeah there it is yeah, it's like yep. a free period well, yeah, it's not a free it, period but you get to easy hang out a, yeah. yeah hang out
1: yeah and then um me and a group of friends like we did it all the way throughout um high school as well so okay and then i play a little bit of piano and guitar as well
0: probably not as well but, as you used to with that little finger bandage yeah yeah Oh well. Oh well. Although, just another
1: day at work, right? Honestly,
0: although some people I know that play piano, they like can't feel in some of their fingers. Like one mm-hmm. of my high school teachers, he didn't have feeling in some of his fingers, and he just kinda I hard. don't need sheet music. Plays Mozart beautifully, plays <laughs> Mozart. <laughs> or whatever. I'm like, good for you, man. Yeah,
1: but um, I don't know. We we did a rendition of a Party in the USA by um Miley Cyrus. I that, love that this. went that went pretty hard.
0: Well, it's just such a good song, you know. It is. At least I think it, it is. is. Yeah, I I love that, and you probably use that tenor voice. No, you probably went full blown soprano. When oh yeah, it. yeah.
1: You we we had to get up there. Oh yeah, it it was a good time. It was it was. A fun experience because my, my pledge class had like 35 people in it. So oh, it was, so it was you weren't the main. only one. So you no, could blend no, 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 in. No, no, no. It wasn't literally me going door to door and singing to you. That would be horrifying yeah, in front of like on. the 150 girls in each sorority. It would, no, that would be horrifying. It would
0: have definitely taught you a lesson in yes. um, bravery and being able to face rejection.
1: Oh, 100%. Mm. 100%. No, we did it as a group, but it, it was fun. It was just. But those those are some of like the silly things that we did, mm-hmm. like pledging. I know lots of other fraternities don't have the same experience as I did because I had a pretty pretty good mm-hmm. time. I got mm-hmm. pretty close with all like my pledge brothers, and it honestly was was a really fun time in college. It was definitely an extra time commitment and stuff, but it was still a lot of fun. I I couldn't say anything negative about it.
0: It definitely goes a long way when you have a set. Culture and group of people, you that, can yeah, that's what it was 100%. 100%. Yeah, I'm sure you still see some of them, and yeah, for sure. For telling sure. them, don't work at Amazon, it's a trap, right? <laughs> just kidding.
1: I enjoy it, yeah, but. No, just join the back half nights crew, back just half, say nights. goodbye to your weekends, and say hello to like 14 hour long shifts.
0: I will say, RT does have a lot of benefits. I mean, having a Saturday night is not one of those benefits, no, not at all. I you know. I remember when I first came to Days and I was like, dang, it's the first time I've had a Saturday night in like two and a half years. Right. <laughs> what am I gonna do? No well, idea. I have no idea. No idea. So, well, one day you'll maybe get there or not. One if, day, maybe. Or you just stay on back half nights yeah. forever.
1: I think Alyssa and Christy kind of franchise tag Nick and I and say, "You're you're staying with us for a little longer.
0: Oh, so. words are cheap. They can That's say all fair. they want. That's fair. Ah. Uh, But then again, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Only one way to find out. Yeah. But as long as you keep things running, it'll be fine. Yeah. But hey, they want to keep you, so that's always a plus. I am
1: doing an okay job, you know? Hey, you know. Coming in as an external hire, fresh out of college, having no idea what's going on at all.
0: I mean, I've been there for a while now, and I still don't know what's going on (laughs) half the time. Most people don't. It's just... I don't know. You live and learn. Yeah, but I I don't know. I'm not really of the fake it till you make it. I just tell them like, hey, guys, this is what I don't know. Let's put our knowledge together and figure this shit out. Like, I don't yeah. know. So,
1: I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I've done a little bit of both. I think that was like a big thing for me, like joining is is like I hate like not knowing things, especially when you're automatically put in like the l4 area manager position and like it's challenging all the associates like feel like you have the answers because you're their boss like why don't you have the answers but i was yeah. new and i didn't have the answers. so like saying like yeah i don't know i'm gonna have to ask someone else like kind of it's just like a punch to the gut you're like man i'm like am i qualified for this job probably not but we're gonna figure it out I mean- but i mean i i learned i've learned so much and that was that was the big thing like I'd ask, like, I don't know this, ask, and then I'd be like, okay, I know it now. So then, like, it's, well, all, it's all growing.
0: Well, me. and I think especially in that – well, I guess before I go into this, um, I usually ask whenever I have managers on here, I usually ask them, define leadership.
1: Leadership? Um, I think leadership is being able to provide a – positive environment for everyone on the team to get their work done okay um like i i that's kind of what i went into um went into being an area manager is like i want to like i want to make sure that everyone like comes to work feels like they're doing a good job like uh, has everything they need to be successful and, and go about their day. Cause I mean, so many of the associates, it's like, it's a job for them. They come in, they clock in, they go home, they get paid. Uh, I I Perfect. love those people. They're yeah. some of my favorites. Yeah. Come in, do yeah. your job
0: and go home. Yeah. I love you for it. And, you know? and
1: that was my thing. Like I, I like being in a leadership position cause I feel like I can make like a real difference. And, mm-hmm. um, just like being that like kind of positive energy. It's like, a lot of these people like, you know, they, they don't come from much or they're struggling outside of work or whatnot. Yeah. Like the last thing they want to do is like come to work and just have like 12 straight hours of just like misery. Cause like their boss sucks. Their job sucks. Yeah. Like everything sucks. It's like, why not try to make it a little fun? Like try mm-hmm. to ha- like make them laugh, make them smile, try to like have a, have a good interaction. So they have like a better time on their shift. And then oh, yeah. like, I, I think that's a big thing. Like Nick and I like, we like our back half night doc associates a lot. Like we have a good culture. You guys have a like, good team. Yeah. We get, we got a good team. Yeah. So that's a, that's a lot of it. Yeah.
0: I'll, I'll take like all the credit for it. But right. Even right. though I'd like, no, i like, you it No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Even though I'd like, I just was there for a little bit, but no back half nights, you guys do have a very good team on there. And I'm mm-hmm. not just saying that. I of course think my back half days team is a very good team, but right. I mean, I will say like you guys, I think do a fine job mm-hmm. uh, leading that team. Um, But, yeah, I do think, I mean, going off of your definition of it, uh, to summarize, uh, fostering a good and positive work environment, that's, if I was going to summarize it, that's kind of what I got out of it. And, I mean, you technically don't need, technically, technically, you do not need to have the knowledge of the process to do that.
1: Right. But,
0: if you don't, I mean i i mean competency goes a long way like a to me if you're leading an area and you don't know what they're going through and experiencing i'm probably not going to take your direction very seriously now of course if you're newer like i don't know because i i mean it was the same for me like i was external like i mean i started in singles so i had a bit of an easier time with that and also, I was external and started at CMH 1 before I went to 4. So when we launched, like I didn't really, I didn't have much of that issue. And also being able to grow facial hair like I do definitely <laughs> goes a long way. Yeah, yeah. Um, as I
1: look like I'm did – did I tell you that um, one of my learning ambassadors – so the, a learning ambassador is someone who, who trains you as you're onboarding. Um uh, and yes. I, I started out in AFE two. Ah uh, um, yes. Before I got shipped on over to the dock, yes. but, That's fancy talk for uh, packing,
0: just so the audience is yes, yeah.
1: yes. um one of the uh one of my learning ambassadors in AFE two, she was teaching me how to to induct in AFE, which is one of the most monotonous tasks you'll ever do in your entire life. You literally just it scan is an there. item and put it in a tray and it moves it. <laughs> yeah your but, mind um, will melt and, and she's still the, one of their like she's still afe1's like one of their go-to problem solve associates and uh she asked me she's like i i she's so sweet and she was like she's like do you mind me asking how old you're like no I, I don't mind i'm like i'm 22 i i just graduated from my high state she was like oh that's great she's like I would have guessed around like seventeen. 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 <laughs> like, I'd have given you I'm at like, least nineteen. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, is you seventeen and be an Man. area manager? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, is that even, is that even legal? I, I
0: have <laughs> never met an AM. I don't think, well, to my knowledge, that has been younger than the age of twenty two. Mm-hmm. Maybe I have, and I just don't know it. But
1: right. But I, I thought I, that was just really funny. I was like, 17? And 70? I was like, no, not quite. Oh, gosh. Like, I know I look young and stuff, but, geez, I, five years?
0: I could not imagine the responsibility of an AM at the age of 17.
1: You just don't have the, like, emotional I, like, capacity for a lot of the things we go through. I, or, I did not. I Or conversations we have.
0: I wasn't. You know, not to get post-Western on you, but I was a very angry person when I was 17. I think we can relate on Ryan. that. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I, I would not have been ready for it. So no. No. I still don't know if I'm ready for it. But <laughs> right. when 5.30 a.m. Yeah. hits tomorrow, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go do it again, you know? Exactly. Like, uh, but, yeah, no, I definitely think that there's a lot. Um, um, I don't know, to me, like, being able to set your team up to where they can succeed – um, I think that's like the biggest thing of the role, like my goal always, because I remember when we launched the building, there was a senior OM, he's an in, inbound, still there on days, um, he told a story about how, because he worked his way up from tier one, three, f- all that, all the way up, uh, and he told a story of how like basically his AM wasn't that great, like mm-hmm. how just pretty much the vibe i got from it was don't be the am that people look at and say i'm going to become a leader and because this person sucks and i like need to have a good yeah. leader there at least yeah. that's what i took out of it so that's that's always my thing at least when i'm doing my job like am i at least managing and leading on a level where like my people feel like i can get them what they need or if not they know why i can't Mm-hmm. And that I'm not operating at a level where they're all like, oh, man, this guy sucks. I could do a better job. Or if they are, like, at least yeah. be for a reason that I'm like, yeah, whatever. Okay, I'm sure you can. Like,
1: Right, right. Yeah, is- a saying that I always thought of, too, was uh, be the boss that you'd want to have. That's fair. Yeah, that's so, a good one. Um, I, That's kind of the mentality I walked into it because I, I want yeah. a boss that's like, supportive like yep. down to earth like wants like cares about me like talks to me cares about like yeah like developing me if i want to move yep. higher up and stuff like that so yep. it's kind of the mentality i walked into oh, yeah. the job with
0: it's a good one that and to me uh remember when you or remember when you wanted what you have right now mm-hmm. that's always been a big one for me like yeah. man this sucks but i'm like oh man i remember couple of years ago, this is something I would have wanted. Like yeah, that meant so much then. Like, why has that changed now? Like, yeah. yeah, it's motivation is something that you got to give yourself daily. So it, yeah. it can be challenging.
1: Yeah. Especially with our jobs too. Cause I mean, it's can be, can be pretty draining for sure.
0: Well, and there's a lot of, I mean, as uh, at least I use this word loosely as, the chief ambassador of your department, like you are the ultimate representative of what goes on down there, especially mm-hmm. if there's not another AM there, like yeah. all the positivity and all the negativity it's flows you. through you. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I guess in a way it's on you and it, it mostly flows to you and like, you feel that. And like, yeah, I mean, even for Saturday, if it makes you feel better, like after that shift, I, well, technically I was supposed to go see my kid for a little bit, but, uh, I, went to sheets bought a 12 pack of bud light chicken wings and went and sat in the park by myself and just had dinner i was like i need to just be away from everybody (laughs) right now this is awful just like oh gosh you just like start breathing heavily because you know everything's going wrong and it's like oh god it's gonna be okay we've
1: we've all had this there's there's a couple shifts where i've uh i've driven home like parked in my my apartment complex yep. parking lot, and I literally don't even go inside for at least another like hour, hour and a half, oh. and I'm just like, well, just I haven't sit there just take a oh, couple okay. couple breathers.
0: I haven't had to quite sit in my car for an hour because usually by then I'm like I'm gonna feel just as bad in there as <laughs> yeah. I do in here. But I do sit in my car sometimes at the end of the shift. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna take a second. Like uh, I just need to sit here and just yeah. meditate, you know. So. Yeah. Or, you know, the thing I really liked about nights that I used to be able to do, especially having those four days off, it's dark out, nobody's out. Just go for, like, a little walk around the neighborhood. Yeah. Usually I'll probably carry my concealed carry just because we're not. But, hey, you know. (laughs) Like, just having that time. Because I think, I mean, in leadership, I feel like one of the biggest temptations is when things don't go well is to isolate yourself. When in reality, that's the, the time where you need to really dive in and be there. Yeah. But I do think, especially when you're, I don't know. Maybe it just, I hate saying that I'm introverted cause I hate it when people say that, like you just, I don't know, but I definitely think everybody needs that time to recharge and yeah. think about their week. Yeah. So, oh, anyway, that's my, bad. that's my, uh, two cents of the day <laughs> or three if you found it that valuable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now that you've been at it for a while, or how long have we, Oh, we haven't been talking that long. Um, <laughs> I guess as we kind of get t- more towards the end, um, what would you say is something that to someone who's starting in a more managerial role, what is something that you learned that was really valuable or that like, Hey, it's your first year. This is something that you should watch out for.
1: Yeah. I, I got a couple of things for sure, especially being as, as new and as young as I am, because it was just such a culture shock, like mm-hmm. going straight from, Ohio State University college life like Mm -hmm. I got I think a two month summer break and then just right into work it was just like such a big change you start Um, like
0: July or something
1: yeah yeah started in late June late June was when I um, went to Seattle and then okay. early July was.
0: When you I guys got to go to Seattle. I'm still pissed yeah. about. It. I'm it, happy it for really you, cool, but yeah. I was like, was oh, really cool. I started yeah. before COVID and I didn't get definitely,
1: to go. Definitely, very glad I went because uh. they're they like, oh, they're like, if you don't, <clears throat> if you don't want to do that, um, we still offer the the online version. And Hell I, no. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, ah, I'm like, actually, I think uh, going to Seattle would, no. would be a pretty cool no, experience. You so. should. Very glad I went, but um. Definitely advice for someone coming into a managerial position. Um, I think something that's helped me out a ton too is don't be afraid to say that you do not know. Okay. Because I feel like there's and, and this was tough for me too because like I said earlier, like I am one of those people that like I want to know everything. Like yeah. I hate saying like ah, I don't know, but mm. like you you have to because. If you don't say it, then you're, you're not going to learn. And also mm. you're just like lying to like an associate or another member of leadership or something saying like, oh, I don't, yeah. do know how to know this. And you don't know. And uh, now that's kind of like a pet peeve of mine. If I ask someone to do something, they say, yeah. I'll, oh, do you know how to do that? Yeah. And then they don't get it done. It's like, oh, well, I didn't know how to
0: clearly like, should
1: have just said it in the first yep. place. So it, it's it's a learning opportunity for sure. Just don't be afraid. Say yeah, I don't know, but you always have to you always have to follow that up with. But I'll figure out, I'll figure yeah. it out, or I'll ask someone that does know, and then yeah. I'll know. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a really big one. That was a really big one for me, and I think that's why I feel like I've learned so much so quickly. Mm-hmm. Working is just because I asked Nick. Uh, just, like, a 1,001 questions, like, yeah. every day. Well, it's less now, but, like, at the start, I oh, mean, my God. He's very so, knowledgeable. Yeah, I'll Nick give is him very, that. very smart. Very, I, very knowledgeable. I
0: i don't know if I want to stay on a hot mic because it'll blow his head up, but, yeah. like, he's one of the more, like, actually the most intelligent. Well, yeah, yeah, I'd say he's the most intelligent manager that I've directly worked yeah.
1: with. Yeah, like, there is not a question yeah. on the doc that yeah. I don't think he can answer. So... Like I, I would just, blow. I don't him. know. He
0: didn't know the reinduct line project was coming to oh, Peking yeah. doc. Just yeah. saying, there he
1: goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, but now nah, just asking him like a thousand and one questions, asking other managers yeah. or Alyssa or Christy questions. You I guys just, have good
0: support. Like RT is, yeah. a, I'm glad I started on RT cause there's a lot of like intelligence on that shift. Yeah. Like if you don't know something, like it's a very supportive shift. Yeah. Like, for sure. Like, you guys all have each other's backs on that shift, which yeah. I – and just consistent culture. Like, the PAs have been there for a while. Yeah, like,
1: PAs great. great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But anyway, so um, just learning shit. I mean, stuff.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> that's definitely one big one. And then I would say the other big one, which has definitely been a little more prevalent in, in recent weeks, is uh, just, like, don't take anything too personally. Like, mm. it's all – like, you're all at work. You're all um, trying to do, like, the best – job you can do um and people are gonna get upset with you people are gonna say you're doing something wrong or people are gonna say mean things about you whatnot but like don't take it personally just kind of let it like it this was definitely probably the biggest adjustment I had because like someone said something not nice to me like when I was first started I was like wow that sucked like man I'm a horrible manager because this person doesn't Mm -hmm. like me yada yada but um now it's just kind of like being able to explain like your thought process to said person like what's going on why Mm -hmm. i'm doing this um and again it's it's nothing personal like yeah you're trying you're just trying to do your best job you're not like attacking them or attacking like their thought process or their knowledge or something like you literally just want to like have an open discourse of like what's going on or like, if I am doing something wrong, then please let me know. Like I'm not offended at all. If I'm doing something wrong and you let me know, like that's how I learn and get better. Um, But there is so much, um, so much that I've seen of people taking this job like very personally and stuff and i'm like hey i'm like it's hard let's settle down like it's it's okay i I have
0: my phases i'll admit
1: yeah yeah i think everyone does oh
0: i get so pissed off oh you've seen me go off in peaking dog yeah i've yeah
1: i've been i yeah i've been on the the receiving end of that definitely
0: you've been going off in the chat a few times i'm kind of proud of you i'm like yeah "Yeah, yeah, ryan get pissed
1: off i love this yeah, Saturday was one of those days. For yes, sure. you did. I was I, like, I literally left my blood, sweat, and tears yeah. on that dock. On he Saturday.
0: he is shitting on me so much about my handoff right now, and I'm <laughs> here for it. Yeah. Let it out, Ryan. I deserve it.
1: Yeah, no. but yeah, you just kind of, kind of got to let it. Let comments like that. Like I've, people have told me it straight to my face. People have said it behind my back. People have said it to me over mm. Slack ch- chats. and oh, stuff. Yeah. I'm like, come on, guys. I'm like
0: he like, who it takes criticism has power right yeah so.
1: yeah but it you just kind of gotta take it learn from it have an open conversation with mm-hmm. whoever's like talking bad about you or whatever and just mm-hmm. kind of get through it because it's it it's not weird. as big as a deal as some people make it seem that, that is true and that was a big learning lesson for yeah. me because now i just kind of yeah. Kind of let it roll. It's like, oh, well, that that sucks. That was not cool of you to say. It, but yeah. all right, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. I, f- I say that yeah. all the time. I'm like, yeah, sorry you feel like that.
0: This is the direction we're going. I yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's what you're here for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me. I'm usually just like, all right. I, I I guess this is kind of a weird way to put it, but in my mind, I'm like, all right, like in their minds, like I'm not i per- I'm not weighed to this person. I'm not a person. I'm the idea of a person. I'm the idea of a manager. So like, it's not personal. Yeah. And I just like, yeah, I might be a terrible manager, but I want to do this job. So I don't care how bad I am. I'm going to do it. You (laughs) know, like,
1: it is what it is. Or you'll figure out and you'll learn and try again or something.
0: What's the worst that can happen? They fire me? Probably. probably. Will I deserve it? Absolutely. But we're going to keep going until that happens.
1: (laughs) Right, 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 right.
0: Actually, I don't know. I sometimes look at the other AM population. I'm like, huh. Well, if they yeah. still work That's here, what, yeah. I should be fine. Yeah.
1: I felt that a little bit at times. Just mm-hmm. like, you know what? Yes, yeah, uh, you got to kind of give yourself some credit too, for sure. Like, don't, yeah. like, some days you're like, man, I suck. Like, I definitely man. made the wrong one. of the first days, I won't ever forget this. One of the first days I was running alone.
0: Oh, um, boy.
1: I was very stressed out um, just because, like, uh, Nick took a whole week off. He didn't just take, like, a day off and say, like, all right, hope this shift goes well. Like, he took a whole week off. So it was a – and I was, like, a month in or something. Like, I was very, very new. Oh, and yeah. one of the the first shifts I was running alone, it was, like, P3, P4. And I was, like, dang, like, we're we're pretty heavy to this plan. Like, I feel pretty good about VTOing right now. Oh, no. Oh, Ryan, that's a classic. I was, like, we're about oh, ten. We're about no. ten over plan. Like I'll, I'll go ahead and, oh, and I'll man. VTO like ten, yep. and we'll, we we'll, we're. I'm gonna run a cost efficient shift, and oh, I'm gonna gosh. get praised for my high dock rate, no. and, and it's gonna be great. And oh my God, I don't know what oh, happened. No. but we've all we done were it. Just Absolutely blown out yeah. the rest of shift ever since I dropped that VTO. And I was like, oh yeah. my God. I'm like, this is just uh, miserable. Yeah. This is 100% my fault. Yep. But, oh,
0: and then every PA is oh, like, why would you do this? lit me up. They're like <laughs> typical AM up. VTOing too much. Me, and like, Barnhill.
1: Eh. We're in Doctor's the rest of shift.
0: Yeah. Just, Oh, I like Ryan.
1: Yeah, but oh,
0: other Ryan. Yeah, and you're all right too, Ryan. Oh,
1: thank you, thank you.
0: Yeah, that happens. I always try to if, when I do VTO, unless I'm like, oh gosh, I'm running a 210 doc rate. <laughs> like well, we <laughs> need to get Ooh. people out of here. Ooh, yeah. Uh, today was a 274, but it it, it was oh, like a go. three something at the end of the day. So we're there you good. Go. After you coach some hours, yeah. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> I, Jesse helped me out I'll just leave oh, it okay. at that All He right. moved people around and was fantastic I'll leave that on the record Perfect um, But yeah I eventually Cause like P1 at least on days Will run light P2 or P1 will run heavy Like more volume P2 is gonna be lighter volume And then P3 we just get smacked As you yeah. guys have seen the casualties of war on your end
1: yeah a lot of it's just people leaving early too it is
0: oh my gosh well especially on days like night shift okay i'm gonna leave early at 4 a.m or 5 a.m between uh, that and seven yeah like like what are you gonna do in uh, those three hours go to sheets i guess whereas days yeah yeah, like days that could be the difference between picking your kid up from school or going in to a sporting event like especially on a saturday like Mm -hmm. I mean, if I wasn't an AM, I would leave early. Like yeah, I, I mean, I have sure. like a hundred and probably twenty hours of vacation right now. Like at least twenty hours of PTO. And if I was an associate, I'd probably have somewhere around eighty hours of UPT. Like I got to. T- well, Send actually, it. if I left ever early on Saturdays, I probably wouldn't. But <laughs> let's speak hypothetically. Um. Yeah, I don't blame them, especially on a loose policy like that. It's not like other places where you'll get like points if you leave early. Or, yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. I yeah. never worked at a place before there that had such a loose policy. Like, yeah. never in my life. And
1: people still complain about it. it There's
0: always something to complain about. Yeah. I I don't know. I bitch a lot. Not to my associates, but I do complain a lot in Peking Doc, as you've seen before. Yeah.
1: It's it's our venting channel.
0: It is. It is. It's not wrong to complain. It's just what are the channels you're using to complain? That's all it yeah. is. Not, it's not a sin to be mad yep. or upset. It's just how you express it.
1: Yeah, And try to yeah. keep it away from your direct bosses. Yes. That, I've seen some pretty pretty rough interactions between managers and their bosses. And well, I'm like, oh, I definitely would not have said that to my direct boss. <laughs> I will
0: say Jeremy and I have a oh, very yeah, good Jeremy. relationship. Yeah. He is one of my favorite OMs I've ever had. Mm-hmm. I go between him and a guy named Dave. Um, and... I feel like I can say just about anything as right. long as it's within reason. There are things yeah. if I said, like if I started insulting his Lego collection or <laughs> something, then he probably would put me on a pip right probably, away, which probably. I would deserve. Like Legos are cool. I'm here for it, but I don't know. I think having a good relationship with, especially your OM like does go a long way. Oh, for I mean, sure. Alyssa, for sure. I get along with her. I mean, it's yeah. well, I think, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> she she probably after my handoff she probably hates my guts yeah, but... yeah
1: she she was telling Jeremy to pip you or something
0: Did you know? she really? <laughs> oh I was like <laughs> oh, I can no. see that. No. She they should. I'm waiting for it.
1: Yeah, but mm. it's like your your bosses are the ones that are going to go to bat for you to try to like get you to the next level too. So yeah. you don't want to I'm a, I'm a big don't burn any bridges guy. Like you never know uh. when when you could use some someone that's else, fair
0: um, i'll admit sometimes i burn bridges on purpose because you know yeah, I mean, it happens but theoretically yeah. like you probably shouldn't because you just never know yeah cause like, like
1: y- if i was if i like was ripping on a boss or something um like if i was like ripping on alyssa for whatever reason like right before our end of year performance review called olr like i probably would, would have she,
0: wi- i probably would have waited until after yeah, exactly, OLR to exactly. Say it. <laughs> um Oof. yeah
1: but if that something like that happens like you think she's gonna speak up for you more than what she would have if you didn't say anything to mm, her probably not
0: but you never know but yeah. i probably wouldn't if i was yeah. her i'm shallow like <laughs> but i don't know apparently there's feedback out there but i don't know like in terms of like actual official but i'm
1: curious i'm i'm so curious i shouldn't
0: be talking about this on here but i'm going to like i'm so curious
1: chrissy and Alyssa are having one-on-ones with all the back half night's teams and i I don't know if they can or will say anything but
0: like this week mm -hmm. is that so okay well that is also. I don't good know. To know. They
1: just said they're having one-on-ones with us. I, I know. know front
0: half days was having them. So really, oh um, well, yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. And I would know, yeah. but anyway, we need to stop talking shop. It's so hard. I, when, it is when it I consumes have consumes you a little bit. It does well, and especially how for me, like even though I have a twin brother, like I don't think I can really relate with him on a lot of this stuff because he doesn't work there. Granted, there's a lot yeah. of stuff at his work I can't relate to. Right. I don't know what it means to intubate someone, or I guess I could take a guess what he means by put down, but <laughs> I'm kidding. Only halfway. Oh. It means to medicate when a patient's being rowdy. I was yeah. like, man, can I do that at work? I'm just oh, kidding. I'm kidding. Jeez. My, my, um,
1: my older brother, I have one older brother. He, um, he's actually, uh, an area manager of sorts, um, for, g- uh, general electric aviation. Oh, okay. Um, so, He's in a, a rotational um, program, so he's done a bunch of different... Like, how much aspects. older? Uh, he's 25. Oh. Uh, going on 26. Oh, look at that. Old he, man. The, the, the funniest thing that we found out is he was born on the same exact day, same exact year as Nick was, July 9th, 1997, which
0: is wild. Wow. They're twins.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah separated at birth or something. Wow. But, um, yeah. So he's That's in this uh, rotational program with General Electric Aviation. Um. And he's done all kinds of different jobs, but the one he's in right now is, is essentially an area manager job at um, one of their factories. But instead of shipping out customer shipments, they make um, a specific part for jet engines. Um, and instead of shipping out like millions and millions of packages a year, they make 900 total a year.
0: I mean, I guess it's a more so. specific, like, high-quote. Yeah, yeah, But what the heck, Nick was aeronautical engineering. Yeah, Why did exactly. he get hooked yeah. up there? What was your brother major in?
1: He was in industrial systems engineering.
0: Freaking nerd, you know? Yeah. I'm glad yeah. the. To- common
1: folks such as ourselves who majored in
0: business can yes. relate on a more remedial yeah. level yeah.
1: he's a really smart dude he, he's done he's done really well and he's uh his rotational program's almost up too so he's gonna get like a full time spot and a full time like city because he he lives like right outside of Cincinnati now, but he did live in Boston for a little
0: bit. Oh, um, I've never been to Boston before. I yeah, hear it's I, I fun. I didn't even
1: visit him. I wanted to. I just never found the time to. I hear the
0: traffic is awful, but I feel yeah. like that's everywhere. Yeah, well, Columbus isn't too bad.
1: No, nah, it's not mm. too bad. I
0: don't know. It's. Uh, Akron is okay. It's just the roads are awful up there. Like yeah. If someone starts talking crap about Akron roads, I'd be like, you're right. <laughs> I'm not getting in your way on that one. Yes. Oh, man. We've been going for a while. Oh, wow. About an hour and a half. Uh, well, is there anything else that you're passionate about? No. Uh, I mean... I can go for a while or I can wrap this nah, up.
1: uh No life lately has been a lot of a lot of work yeah i um, just trying to do my best at at the job and um still i i still want to play uh competitive golf so that's i'm still like trying to practice and and stuff like that you uh, practice
0: at the same place or you bounce around
1: um usually the same place i've been going to uh Sports Ohio Dublin.
0: Oh, um, I know where that is. Yeah, I go to the driving range there. Yeah,
1: yeah, because it's it's a yeah. it's about fifteen or twenty minutes away from my place, so it's not too far away. Oh, uh, that's where I was earlier today, but um, because I don't know, I I still want to have like some competitive thing in my life. That's fair. Um, just because I feel like that's something that's been missing a lot. Like I haven't played. Competitive. That's why I love intramural basketball because that mm-hmm. that that was a way to do that yeah. and um, club golf and stuff too, but um, yeah, I want to keep playing competitive golf because I, I I've entered tournaments uh, with my brother as well. It's mm-hmm. something that we do together because he's also a, a really good golfer. Um, we play in these like two man scrambles mm-hmm. uh, tournaments, which are which are fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, still just. Figuring life out as an early twenty-year-old, it's it's a big, big change from college. But you know, you kind of got to figure it out.
0: Well, and I feel like especially on RT, like the one thing I had to balance out, especially was your on days are really busy, but your off days, I don't know what to do with my time right yes. now. Like you have oh my nothing gosh. to do.
1: I, I kept on saying how. The amount of alone time that I've had, it I've literally had more alone time mm-hmm. in the past like seven months since I started um, yep. than I have in the past like four years of oh, my yeah. life. Just because like in college I lived with, well, my freshman year I lived with one roommate, but I was always like doing stuff. But mm-hmm. I mean my sophomore year I lived with seven roommates and then my junior and senior year I lived with four other roommates. Mm-hmm. And then like we were always like doing social stuff, like yeah like going to parties or just, like, doing fun stuff or whatever it might be. But, uh, like, waking up and going out and always seeing, uh, just, like, going out to the living room and seeing, like, two, three, four of your, like, best friends. It mm-hmm. was a big change. Like, I still have a roommate. I don't see him a ton because he actually works um, day shift, Monday through Friday at DHL. Um, so I don't see him a ton. But, um, but yeah, it's a big difference um, just – like the especially at the first few months I was working like, uh, the schedules that me and my roommate were on like I barely saw him at all so yep. like it was just a lot of like me time it's like what do I what yep. do I do or what am I supposed to do
0: I remember uh like peak season because my roommate yeah, and I peak previously is like I would see him probably like once or twice a week you know in passing and hey how you doing yeah. like we respect each other's boundaries really well um but like peak I'd go a whole month without seeing yeah, you know, like yeah, once or twice
1: oh my god like, i didn't see him at all during I'm like oh hey finny how you doing it's yeah, been it's a like, month yeah it's been, like, yeah, it's been a it's yeah. been a few weeks how's life
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, hello um yeah. but we
1: yeah. don't have another we have another uh, 10 months until the next peaks
0: so. oh we still got prime day Oh, maybe they'll do I another peas prime prime's not hard it's no. just one week
1: prime was like my third week
0: Oh gosh!
1: That was wild. I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm like three weeks in, and I'm already doing MET and pushing out 800k plans. Yeah, (laughs) I'm like, "Who?"
0: Yeah, it's kind of the best time to start. I don't know. I started during peak of 2019, so like, I I think it's a good time to start. Like, you get it's you get a lot more of that hands-on experience that's kind of harder to come by when it's slower. So, and you get to see when like shit's hitting the fan. Yeah. from a safe spot where you're like, oh, I'm not responsible for this, but I can see what's happening and, like, how they're responding. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it, it's nice, but also having to work overtime, especially for RT. Um, I don't know. Because for me, when I started, it was, like, months before I went down to finally having three days, and that was yeah. when it hit. And I was like, holy moly, because it was, like, MET for, like, a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah, the three um, yeah, the 3 days a week is or 3 nights a week is definitely a big change. But it is. I, I mean, I even told Alyssa I was like, "Man, we're doing th- we're back to 3 nights a week." But man, these shifts are getting They drag. harder and harder. They
0: drag, they especially drag. in January and February. It's
1: awful.
0: It's been yeah, they have oh. been
1: they've been tough, especially uh with Nick taking off a, a lot to to take care of uh, his new puppy and um Just like being grotesquely light on headcounts and stuff. It's been a change here.
0: January and February, I feel like, are my least favorite work month. January, I think, is my least favorite month of work. Yeah, that one was. Well, January is my second least favorite month (laughs) of work. I miss being able to enjoy the Christmas season. Well, actually, peaks just depends. Like, the work itself isn't too bad. It just ah, has hours. Yeah. Well, day shift was pretty rough this year, but that was its own Yeah, 9K by 9 a.m. 9K just, by oh, 9. God. And it, it was <laughs> right. Day. I'm it was sorry, like every guys. Every day. <laughs> I lost my shit one day because we were doing so good. We got to like 10 o'clock in the scan bucket, which for those who don't know is like packing is packing. Conveyors go down. They stack the boxes on the ground. So that's called down stack. So we were doing good. 10 o'clock, everything's good. Conveyor, like, jams. Then the packages escalate to, like, 11,000 or something. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was pissed.
1: Everything was going so well. And then
0: everybody looks at me, and they're like, Wade, like, what are you doing to fix this? Like, we have... Guys, it's it's not my fault. It's always our fault. I'm sorry, I can't help it, that the ship sorter broke yeah oh man but I, i'll tell you the one i want i don't know if i'd use the word panic attack but i will say the one thing that triggered me during peak it was not the shift sword, it was not flats trans or v-rets totes,
2: totes. <laughs> that was the camel that totes. broke this,
0: i was like balancing all this stuff and someone from totes came over he's like wait like some obscure prom I, like, <sighs> I was like okay all right, I got you. It's like, oh, oh. it's like I need to step off the floor. <laughs> this is too much. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's always totes. Like I don't know what I it hate is. Hate totes. Me too.
1: Yeah. Um, well,
0: I don't know. It's not too bad, but just uh, I can't say too much. I'm on a hot mic right now. Right. 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 But yeah. Anyway. Moral of the story, it's the little things in life that create the biggest arguments, right?
1: Sometimes,
0: yeah. Who, who did the dishes? Not me. Husband and wife fight. <laughs> it's the buildup. Anyway. True. So. True. true, true. All right, well, Ryan, it was nice having you on. Great, yeah, thanks for having me. Of course, thank you t- for taking time out of yeah. your not busy schedule to swing by and yeah. drink your beer in front of me. Yeah, and
1: I'm gonna go home and uh, meal prep some some dinner probably. So that'll be exciting. really yeah. good
0: for you. You don't go to like a gas station in the morning. Not and... No,
1: no, not a sheets.
0: Oh man, if you live by one, you would totally get it. <laughs> oh man, that are the get goes. Those are oh yeah solid anyway it was good having you here cool uh final or two final things i guess one i ask everybody this if you have one final piece of advice whether that be from today's discussion or maybe life in general what would that be
1: i think a piece of advice that i've kind of come to to learn a lot about and use a lot is uh just try to do your best and don't compare yourself to other people um it was really tough for me uh, growing up when I had uh, an older brother who was three years older, but like he was only two years older in school, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. He had a yeah. summer birthday, so he got it like does. held back a year or whatever you want to call it. What an idiot. Yeah, I'm yeah. just kidding. Even though he's one of the smartest people I've ever met. Doesn't but, like, matter. Hold idiot. that against yeah. him. I will. Yeah. Smart he, people he did, he did, you like, just an need one extra th- year of kindergarten or whatever. You just but, need
0: one thing to prove the smart guy's dumb. That's all right, you need.
1: Right. But um but because of that, like, um, like we were both like pretty good academically and um, like played the same sports. Like, like we both played golf, baseball. I played more ba- way more basketball than he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, golf and baseball were like our main sports, and I just feel like I was like compared to him a lot. Like I was referred to as Connor's little brother like all the time, oh, by, like everyone man. and stuff. And it's yeah. like, it just kind of sucks. It kind of weighs on you. It's like you know, like my name's Ryan too, and like kind of. Mm-hmm. But then, like, that kind of drove me to, like, try to make a name for myself and be like, oh, I want him referred to, like, as Ryan's older brother. Um, okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, but then, like, down the road, and that, that was part of the reason why I went into biomedical engineering in the first place is because, like, mm-hmm. oh, my brother's an engineer. I want to do engineering, too. But, yeah. Um, and my, my brother's very not – and then I realized, like, how different we were, like, I'm much more extroverted than he is. He's much more introverted. Mm -hmm. Um, like I like social stuff. He's not a super big social guy. So like, um, then like throughout college, I kind of just started realizing like, I want to do me. Like I want to do what I enjoy. Kind of like go down my own path and Mm -hmm. stuff. And, um, same thing with work. Like just kind of wanted to, like, I found out about this job through a fraternity brother, nonetheless, who who was actually, uh, area manager intern um I can't remember what building he was at but uh he kind of was like hey Ryan like um I interned with Amazon for this job and honestly I think he would be a pretty good fit for it so he was the whole reason that I even um was interested in doing it in the first place so mm-hmm. uh, but it's been going really well like I I just try to do my best like each and every day try to not compare myself to anyone mm-hmm. else just try to do my best and I think that's like a really big thing.
0: Yeah, definitely crafting your own path. Um, I don't know how much of a student of history you are, but I assume you're familiar with a uh, figure, Alexander the Great. Yes. Um, uh, if I'm getting my history correct, uh, his father was like a really prominent figure, but his thing was like, I want to be bigger than that. I want to have my own yeah. path, and like that pushed him. Because usually, mm-hmm. like when you're, especially when your parents are something big like that, like yeah, it's hard to make your own name for yourself and you're in that shadow so like to overcome that was a pretty big feat Mm -hmm. um so for you in that like overcoming that or finding your own path outside of your older brother like that's yeah that's fair i'd say that's yeah good advice
1: yeah it's a it's a big thing because i know a lot of people um just try to like do what they think their siblings or what their parents think they should yeah. do and stuff like that. But, um, but that's definitely not always like the best thing for you.
0: Yeah. Usually half the time it's like people just don't know what they want. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I still don't. I had an associate. Yeah. Still,
1: yeah you don't and, have to, I feel like there's a yeah. lot of pressure that like you there need to is. know what you want, but I, I'm cause I have no, Id- I had no idea what I wanted to do out yeah. of college and then, um, I fortunately got this job, and I literally had the mentality of, you know what, I'll give it a shot and see yeah. how it goes. So,
0: what's the worst that can happen? You exactly. Got to go and do something. Like you might yeah. not have the answer, but you got to do something.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: So fair enough. Okay. Well, uh, cool. if you have, any, do you have any additional shout-outs You like to shout anybody out really quickly?
1: Um, shout out the whole like back half nights team, um, hmm. and Nick. Uh, Nick's been awesome. Um, just teaching me up and, and kind of making me the area manager that I am now. Um, really happy and all, all the shout out, all the doc AMs as well. Very, mm. very welcoming. I know I'm very young and was a little like wide eyed mm. coming into, to, um, CMH four and everything, but very welcoming people, very welcoming group, um, mm. felt very at home and, um, uh, was a big reason that i'm, I'm still here so
0: yay uh, yeah and here i thought my first impression would have driven you away right it wouldn't right. be Sha- the first yeah. time i've driven anyway am away for three days i think the first week because i just yep, got back the from very that, first yeah, week i came in i was like oh hi it's like you yep. must be ryan yeah because oh.
1: i i said i it was probably like 20 minutes after you guys finished stand-up and i was lost mm-hmm. and i come back and i was like is this the outbound ship dock by chance? And you looked at me and you said, ah, you must be Ryan.
0: You must be Ryan. <laughs> Hello, am,
1: Ryan. I'm Wade. <laughs> uh,
0: welcome. This is my last week here, but <laughs> we will make the most of it and have a good time. Yep. And I at least had a good time that week. I don't know. I was on my way out the door. So at that point, I'm yeah. like, we're going to run this bird and we're going to have fun doing it. Yeah, you
1: know? yeah. those are some some good times
0: yeah they were okay all right well thank you ryan for being here thank you you're welcome thank you audience for listening and well like always have a nice day